about basically says make your faith a reality by giving back financially and it becomes real because you know you're like yeah I love Jesus I love people and all this stuff but then they're like hey well you need to you know like actually support the mission that we're doing and write a check and like financially back it that's when people are like yeah I'm busy I'll I'm gonna go to Starbucks and buy my nine dollar coffee right that's what happens six dollars nine <laughs> you don't you don't get enough sprinkles um, so but that's not the point. What I want to talk about is this, and it's been hitting me a lot, and like my theology has changed. I was talking to someone yesterday. When I was your all's age, like 24-ish, 25-ish, way back in the, I don't even 
know. But when I was, I'm like the old guy now. But my theology has changed. Like your Christianity, as you go, and that's one of the things we're learning in this series that we're doing at the church, Family Values Tour. Your values and your, your faith and things will evolve and change just like everything else in your life. My has changed. I was taught things. I went to Ozark Christian College, which is a really great college. But like I, I've learned things since then and changed and morphed and evolved. And, and my faith has changed. And what I'm talking about is this. Like when you get saved, and I, I, maybe you're not saved in here yet. You don't follow Jesus. But when we get saved, usually we say we get saved from what? What do we get saved from? There's multiple things. Sin. Saved from sin. What else? Yeah. Hell. That's a good one. I don't want to go there. So. Where else? Yourself. That's, a, that's real. Right? Who's glad you got saved from yourself? Darkness. Don't point at people. Darkness. Okay. Right? We get saved from things, like get saved from our sin and from ourselves and from all these different things. Got saved, you know, from the culture and saved from the world and stuff. And those that's real. Like Jesus came and died to save us from our sins. But what I have been learning and, and tracking with other people is that what Jesus taught, he doesn't talk about that a lot. When he talks about salvation, he talks about save, getting saved to something. Right? We usually talk about we got saved from something. But we really get saved to something. That's why I named this thing three tonight. Uh, Martin Luther talked about three things. But there's three things that we get saved to. We get saved to Jesus. Of course, he's the Lord, right? He's the one who saves you. You get saved to this relationship with him. When you are a Christian, what that means, you are a, a disciple. You become a student or like, uh, 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 what is the word? Uh, uh, not assistant. Uh, Steward? No, what is the A-word? <laughs> <laughs> no, when you when you work under somebody in your apprentice. Like apprentice, full of the brain hurts having a beer today. It's fine. So, okay, I want to drink before I remember. So, listen, apprentice. I mean, you're like an apprentice. When we become Christians, and we don't just go. And a lot of people do. They're like, man, I got saved not to go to hell, right? Or I got saved just to go to heaven. Or I got saved just because you know I, I didn't want to sin in my life. And those are great. But Jesus teaches. That we want to get saved to something. And this kind of does apply to like staying anchored in the church. There's so many people in your demographic and age group, not just you, you're like, you know, it's not like, oh, that, that, that freaking generation sucks and they're going to leave. But a lot of people, you guys see this. You guys go to school and you go to college, like people get out of high school and youth group and stuff in church, and they go to school and they kind of what? They ditch their faith for a while and stuff, and they're like, I don't have any part of this crap. Because the church has taught that. Like if you're just saved from your sin and just saved from just going to hell, that doesn't really fix or do anything for your life now and it doesn't stay anchored in the church but when you start to realize and i realized this over my 44 years of life and i wish i would have ran into this stuff earlier because i've had faith crises and doubts there was a three-year period that i was basically a living atheist and a youth pastor and that's a fun time so and I, you don't tell the rest of the church that they'll freak out but you, <laughs> you get it because of all this stupid crap the church does and like the christian like bubbles and circles do but when you start to realize that you are saved to something, and that the biggest thing being Jesus, an actual relationship with him, you can know him, and he can know you, and you can be like him, and you can love people like him, and you can just be radical like him, and resist authority like when it's holding people down, that changes something, it changes me, it finally got me back on track, like when I was going through some of my faith issues, someone, one of my really close friends was like, dude, stop judging your faith and Christianity on all the external crap, and just focus on Jesus, just get back to Jesus and strip everything else away, and I basically fell back in love with him as he chased me down. So we're saved back to the church. That's one thing. We're, we're saved, to, saved to Jesus, but we're also saved to the church. Talking about community, you guys hear that word a lot. We throw this down at the Well Church a ton because it's absolutely huge. And I think this is something that we have lost in the Christian community just at large, like Big C Church, not just our little church. We're trying to do it. 
But big C church is like communal because everybody like we have online church now. Guess what that is? That's bullshit. That's not a thing. Okay? That's the theological term for it. That's not real. You can't do church on your own. Church is a community thing. It's always been about people coming together. Jesus didn't die on the cross. So people could just be like, oh, I'm going to just hang out in my PJs and do nothing, you know, and eat cereal and just watch, you know, a sermon and go, yeah, I feel good. And be good. Jesus died so that we would come together as a group of people, church, that would change the world. The church is not those buildings. We talk about it all the time. We are the church and he saves you to it. He wants you to have this family because you need it, right? In your culture, in your demographic, and in mine, depression and loneliness are rampant and we have phones and we're like the most connected people on the planet of all time but we're not because we're all just addicted to our phones and being stuff but that's why you guys crave this because it is in your dna to want to be with other people it's part of your being made in god's image like to be with people the first guy that jesus makes or god makes he looks at him he says it's not good for what having to be alone, alone. right and what's weird is you're like well dude god is without him he's like yeah but you need another human being you need a partner you need to do this you need the same thing too and you're saved to that and we say this at the well church all the time i know a lot of you hear this but it's huge and this is an extension of the well church and you guys are bringing in new people into this community but we need you and you need us <coughs> right there's sometimes you walk into this room on a tuesday and you're like man i need to be here i need this tonight and then sometimes you walk in here and you're like dude life is great you didn't have a crap day so falling apart and you're like i just want to be here see my people and stuff but other people walk in that need you to show up and then they, they they hear from you and just it might not even be anything deep they just like man i just to get to see them and talk to them and pray with them and just maybe hold their hand or whatever have a cupcake with them i don't care <laughs> just to be around people sometimes right you don't have to be like how can i pray for you you just be like dude i saw my friend today and it made all the crap going on a little bit better right you've had those days that's why Jesus gives us this. It's not just to commune and go to church and sing songs and do this thing. Sometimes it's just being around people. That's why we do that thing at our church, the first 30 minutes of our worship, and it's actually worship is community. And I get crap from people all the time. It's too long. I'm like, shut up. This is one of the most important things. Because it truly is one of the most important things because there are so many churches. We get people, I love Life Church, but we get people from Life Church all the time that come to our church. And we're like, we went there for two years, and we never met a person. Right? That's not a slam on them. It's just like that's what's missing in so many churches. You can go there and sit there and not meet people. That, and that's, sometimes that's easy to do. You're like, I can just sit in the back and check my Christian boxes and leave. That's not what you're saved to. You're saved to be part of a community that does that. And then you're saved to the mission. All of these go hand in hand. You have to know Jesus. You have to save you. Get saved to him. Not just from your sin, from hell. You get saved to him. You get saved. You get to be part of this church. And then you do mission together. We do this better together. Right? Like if you go try to take care of homeless people by yourself, you'll probably get beat up and they'll steal your stuff. Right? But if you go as a group and you try to take it, this means that homeless people aren't me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, dude, you hate homeless people. That's not my point. Right? But like, let's say a better analogy. Right? That's why I should have noticed. But like we do house painting projects at our church. Like if one of us goes, hey, I'm going to go paint some people's houses that need it done. It's going to suck for you to paint a house by yourself. But you, some of you have been on youth group projects, professor, and church-wide projects. When 40, 50 of us show up, we paint an entire house in a few hours, and none of us have any skills to do it. But it still happens, and it looks good. People are like, blows their socks off. They're like, this is, that's really, that means it's really good. And like old people's <laughs> They're like, really, like, man, this is just a blessing and stuff. But that's mission. We are called to love God by what? Loving other people, right? That's the greatest commandment of Jesus. And we get that at our church all the time because 
greatest commandment of Jesus. There's nothing really bigger than that. It's like you want to know what the whole entire Bible means. You want to stay anchored in the church. You want to stay plugged in the church. You want to actually be a Christian, not just wear the name. Then go and be on the mission. You are saved into this mission. When you get saved, it's not just like, well, I'm saved. I get to go to heaven now. Screw the rest of you people. I'm just going to go to church and hang out. It's how I am a missionary going out to make disciples. That's what Jesus told his followers when he left. Don't just sit here. Don't just do something. Go into all the world and make disciples. That means in this living room, in this neighborhood, at your schools, at your work, wherever you are. That is what you're saved to. I think that so many people in our Western culture are just sick of church and sick of Christianity because we don't do this anymore, right? There's a big group of us that are, mm-hmm. but we don't get the freaking press. The a-holes that are like, women can't be a church and they should shut up. And like, you know, if you're gay, you're going straight to hell because that's worse than this dude who's got five girlfriends and he's married. That, that's the crap that everybody sees, mm-hmm. right? That's not Jesus. We don't make the press, but we can change the culture. Twelve Young people like you, right? They happen to be guys because the society is a little bit different. 11 is one kill himself, so we'll talk about that. But, okay, their placement is fine. That turned. Okay. Okay. That happened. 11 dudes changed the world. We're sitting here in a room talking about a brown guy that lived 2,000 years ago because of 11 guys, because of what he did on the cross, right? It's super weird to me, and that's when I like start downing stuff. I'm like, this is so stupid. Like every Monday after church services, I'll be honest with you, it's just a passion thing. I'm like, I'm gonna work at Walmart. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna paint houses. I'm, I'm doing something different than this, right? But then I start to realize, okay, Jesus is freaking awesome. He yeah. changed me. He's yeah. he, he's still doing stuff. He's still working. Amen. Yeah, he does yeah. stuff. And he saved me to something. And he saved you guys to something. And I just want to share that with you. Like, get involved in the mission. Don't just sit here at this church service. This is a church service because we, once again, are the church, right? This is a smaller church service. It's not a small group. It's a church. But get involved. Don't just go to church. Be the church. Don't go to church to get served and fed. That's one of my biggest pet peeves. We just don't feel like we're getting fed here. I just want to punch those people. For you. <laughs> like, do you have a spoon? Do you have a Bible? Feed yourself. Like, there's no, like, nowhere is that in there, right? And feed each other. That's why we do community. That's why PJ Church, watching it online, isn't a thing. Not like if you're sick and throwing up, great, stay home. But if you're not, find a community and get involved. You can go to church and they suck. Go somewhere else until you find something. You come to our church and you don't like it, great, go somewhere else. Find a place that you can plug in and get involved and call or use your calling of being saved to something. Because I know that some of you, you might be going through this now where you're like, I don't really... You know, if my faith is real, you've had it in the past, or you've never had it, or you're just struggling, like, this is just boring, and I don't get it, I just hang out with kids, it's fun. Like, put it into action and try it again. Try to be like Jesus <coughs> instead of just knowing information about him, and see what he does to your faith, and see what he does to your life, and see what he does to the life of the people around you. Because when you start to actually live on mission, and live out your calling of reaching people and making disciples and loving people like Jesus and being in the church wherever you're at, whether that's Chick-fil-A or here. Chick-fil-A is basically a side project of heaven, so that doesn't really count. Like, like, a, like a horrible heathen place, like Buffalo Wild Wings, okay? The food sucks. There's beer. It's the only redeeming quality, but, like, you can smoke there still. It's 2019, right, can't you? I think you can vape, which is the dumbest crap. Once again, hey, this old man, if you're vaping, turn on the news. People are dying. Stop vaping. Go back to cigarettes. It's way better. You won't die. I love you. I don't want you to die. All right? Where was I? 
Being on mission. So, oh, wherever you're at, wherever you're at. Even there, you can be a person who reaches people and loves people and be on mission. And this doesn't mean you have to be like, hey, do you know Jesus? That freaks people out in our culture. Become friends with people and live with people. And invite them to say, hey, we have this small group thing that we do. We have this church thing that we do with people in our age group. Bring them to church and stuff. Whatever you can do, be their friend and just love them and hang out with them and show them a difference. Look, we don't have to like freaking party all the time and get wasted to have fun. We can have fun just being together and loving Jesus and taking care of other people. Yeah. The number one thing that I've seen in the last 20 years of doing ministry is that the people, and kids included, some of you in this room know this, is that has plugged you into being like Jesus and following Jesus and loving Jesus is when we have served together. Building houses in Mexico, painting houses, doing hope chests, doing things like that. I've seen new kids that are lost, like Jesus being proud. And then they go around that and they're like, oh, these people aren't playing around. This isn't something to just think about or talk about or sing about. They're actually doing it. Yeah. Because we are saved to Jesus. We are saved to his church and saved to his mission. All right? So that's the, that's the three things. You can be saved from sin, saved from hell. Those are all the great things. Those are just super dope things that you get for free. But then Jesus says you're saved to this thing, which I believe that those are even bigger. So the Bible says that we work out our salvation. You don't just get baptized. You don't just ask Jesus in your heart. You're like, sweet, I'm done. It is a process of walking daily for the rest of your life. And if it's not a process in your life, most of you will turn away from him because you'll get bored. And you'll get burnt out and you will chase other gods, whatever that looks like in your life. Right? Some of you know that. <laughs> You're like, yeah, there's all kinds of gods in my life competing for stuff. Right? Choose the God. I'm the old man in the room and I get it, but like, he, he's changed me from the inside out. Some of you know my story, so I'm just telling you. He's the only thing. You're going to have days where you're up and down. You're like, this whole God thing, this whole Jesus thing, it's a fairy tale, it's a myth, it's stupid. But I'm telling you, look around. He's the only thing that has actually changed the world. Time hinges in our, still our world based on the fact that Jesus showed up here. So, three things that you're saved to are what? Jesus, Jesus. Church, 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 and mission. Let me pray over you guys and you're going to go to small groups. Do you have time to talk to them? All right. <laughs> <laughs> no, I didn't know how to respond. <laughs> Sorry, I'm weird. Amy, you remember I'm weird? Another change? Liar. 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 Welcome to your first time. Jesus, thank you so much for these people. And uh, man, I seriously, why is a just a huge part of our church, and I absolutely love it, seeing all the work that you do here and seeing all the familiar faces and new faces. God, I pray that this room uh, just bursts at the seams uh, in the next couple semesters of this place because of your love. I pray that we continue to realize that you did save us and that we are saved to you, but also saved to be part of the church and to make the church better. The church has a lot of issues, Father, and we pray for them, but we pray that you help us too to serve and to love the people in and outside of the church and make it better. And I pray that you would help us to live in mission and on mission to reach people and to love people no matter what, where they're at, and always to point them to you and your grace and your hope because that is what this world is starving for. So, Jesus, thanks for giving that to us. Uh, thank you for this safe place we have to worship you and to hang out with you. And uh, we just pray for big things to continue to happen through this ministry. It's in your awesome name we pray. Everybody said Amen. 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 One more time for us to go.